0: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical
1: costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Slash Forever Thirty Five. Welcome to Forever Thirty Five, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am
0: Kate Spencer, and I am Dori Shafrir. and we are not experts, no, but we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear
2: from you, we share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the
0: best of our ability. Indeed. But please remember, we are podcast hosts, not experts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. If you would like to reach us,
2: you can leave us a voicemail or send us a text, drop an emoji or a GIF slash gif, whatever you say, to 781-591-0390. And you can always email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com.
0: You can visit our website forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mention on the show. Follow us on Instagram at forever35podcast. Join the Forever 35 Facebook group. That's at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. The password there is serums sign up for our newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter and shop all the products that we are super fans of at shopmy.us slash forever35 and we're Dun, doing da, da. a live show oh my goodness it's a it's digital so you know on the one hand we're not going to be irl but on the other hand that means more people can come which is cool Come from around the globe, if you will. Actually, I peeked at
2: some of our ticket sales, and we do have some international attendees.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. Well, I think the timing of it... I mean, I always get a little confused about time. So, oh, me too. But i it's at 5 p.m. Pacific. So like, I think that means that... Is that the middle of yeah, the night so, in Europe? Like it's early morning? the middle of the night in Europe, but it is... The middle of the day in Australia.
2: There we go. Yeah. So our friends down under can join us.
0: No, you didn't just say that.
2: I did. It was terrible. It was terrible, wow. but
0: I did do it. Okay. Oh, no, I did it. Okay, sorry. Um. Yeah, I believe Australia is, or Sydney, is 19 hours ahead of us, if I'm Good doing Lord. the math correctly. We're recording this at 11.30 a.m. and right now it's 6 30 a.m. tomorrow in Sydney. Wow. That still blows my mind. You know, I still I know. It's wild. Let me just pop over on,
2: onto a world clock here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Ye okay.
0: old world clock. <laughs> Ye old world clock. So yes.
2: Okay, but see right now in <gasps> Dubai, for example, it's Okay, okay. It's eleven thirty PM. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so
0: they're 12 right. hours ahead, so it would be 5 a.m. in Dubai when we do this live show. That's a little okay. early. It's
2: a little early. Our friends in South Africa might find this to be too early.
0: Yeah, but you know what is mm. cool, Kate? Yes. If you can't make it to the actual live show, if you buy a ticket, it's available yeah. on demand for a week. That so cool. you can You can cozy up whenever is convenient for you. And watch our show. So the tickets are ten dollars. You can get them at moment.co slash forever thirty five, and we're also going to have a little after party where things are going to get real intimate. It's going to get spicy in that after. It's going to get spicy at the after party in the hotel lounge. Oh yeah this this uh this event is taking place at Dory's hotel, of course. Yeah, this is just you have we have we're all
2: going to put on our imagination goggles, and this is taking place at Dory's hotel. So you know, bring your room key.
0: Bring your room key. Bring, I mean, bring. You you could even
2: wear the robe from the room.
0: Oh, are you going to need a robe, Kate? What are you going to wear? I actually
2: did think about wearing a robe either (laughs) to the after party. I thought about wearing a bathrobe. Like slipping into something more comfortable for the after party. You know, like I imagine it kind of is like a intimate slumber party vibe in front of a big like Cackling, f- cackling, crackling fire,
0: crackling we're, fire we're in front yeah. of a
2: crackling fire with a huge yeah. stone fireplace. Mm. Everybody has a drink of their choice, whether it is alcohol, non-alcoholic. It's a safe space to be who you are. There'll be some giggles, Very maybe cool, some overshares, yeah. and then we'll all it's go to be bed cool. at
0: a reasonable time. Yeah, reasonable hour, reasonable hour. Um, so, yeah. So that is fun. Oh, and there's also going to be some exclusive merch that oh would only be, be available if you are at the show or you watch it on demand. Should we do some gratitude journaling at the after party? We could. It's food for thought.
2: <laughs> food for thought, indeed. I can't wait. I am really excited. It's going <sighs> to be so really, really too. fun. You and I haven't had the chance to do a lot of stuff like this. So I feel like we both get very giddy. Like it's it's going to just be, I don't know. It's, it's just, it makes me excited. Oh yeah. I'm stoked. <sighs> well, Kate, let's hear from some folks. Should we hear okay. from some folks? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, we received this really sweet message. This person wrote, on mini episode 365, a listener asked how to manage feelings of body image anxiety in relation to an upcoming event with friends. I've been working with my therapist to overcome similar thoughts. I look a lot different slash bigger than I used to, but also had a disordered relationship with food and exercise back then. Of course, most people don't know that, so I worry people will see me and just think I, quote, let myself go. My therapist has me do some quote and statement exercises to talk myself down when I'm anxious. It first addresses and validates my feelings and then then adds some sort of way I'm working to adjust my mindset. So for example, I'm nervous people at this event will judge the way I look. And I'm trying to be more comfortable and value my body just the way it is. It's an interesting exercise that has helped me calm down on the way to an event. Definitely helps to say these things out loud. And it takes practice because it takes you out of your usual diet culture mindset. Hope this helps. Mm. What a great practice. I I like how this validates your feelings. Because I do feel like sometimes it's so easy to be like, Oh, don't feel that way. You shouldn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. You know, and actually like that gives you space to feel your feelings, but also opens them up to kind of invite yourself into a different way of, or invite yourself into the next feeling, if you will. I think this is so great. I mean, I'm not a therapist, but I like it. (laughs) It also raises, I think, the, you know, um, very problematic cultural mindset that if someone has, if their body has changed and gotten bigger, something bad has happened or that is bad rather yeah. than that is good or what their body needed.
0: You know, it just, yeah. it's,
2: which I think is, um, you know, like it's so ingrained in so many different conversations, both of like beauty and medical culture and I mean, on and on. But I think that's an interesting, you just raise an interesting point that our Often our go-to mindset is someone has quote let themselves go.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to like not feel that way. I mean that that thought came into my mind unbidden the other day. Oh, really? I, like, I let myself. Yeah, I was like, have I let myself go? And then I was like, ugh, that's such a like, oh, uh, that's such an awful.
2: Well, phrase. but also, like, it also you know when you think about it, letting ourselves go like we've allowed ourselves to be free of a lot of the restraints. Like if we just thinking about it from a different angle, right? This idea of letting yourself go, like letting yourself mm-hmm. be free of a mm-hmm. lot of the back pressure and restraints we put on ourselves um, that maybe we need to reframe this mm-hmm. whole idea of letting ourselves go. Mm-hmm. When we let ourselves perhaps go, what does that mean? We go, you know, there's more freedom, there's more comfort, there's more joy, there's more, um. Self acceptance and self love. I don't know. Just food for thought on the whole idea of quote letting ourselves go.
0: I love that. I just had a
2: matcha latte, and I am (laughs) ready to talk. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had coffee in two weeks, but Uh, the matcha's uh, hidden.
0: uh, Wow. Okay. I know. Okay. I know. Okay. (sighs) So there's a lot of lot of stuff to think about. Just pour over that. Pour over that. Okay.
2: Do you Mm -hmm. want to take this?
0: Drugstore product
2: recommendation? Someone sent. Us? Sure,
0: okay. Drugstore product alert. Recently started using this vitamin C serum after seeing it recommended on Insta by a derm. I got it on Amazon, but pretty sure it's available at most drugstores. I'm a loyal Skinceuticals CE Ferulic user and may splurge on it again someday, but right now can't quite justify the price. The serum has a lovely light scent, very hydrating, almost like a hyaluronic texture when it goes on and gives a great lasting glow. Highly recommend. Wait, Wait what is I the just, serum?
2: I know, I just realized. I'm so sorry. <laughs> they included a photo
0: and I didn't. <laughs> I, I was didn't like this sounds the- great. What is it? <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's by Rock. Roc, R O C. Oh, sure. Okay, i that. so That's like one of those That's like one of those brands that I've seen a lot and- Uh-huh. I've like never bought anything by them. Do you totally. know the name of the serum per chance?
2: Yep. Hold on. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. It's ROC or ROC Multi Correction Revive and Glow Daily Serum Vitamin C. Okay. You this just call exciting. it ROC? I don't know what you call that brand, but I, this is ROC. Right. ROC. I see it all the time. I've never picked it up, but yeah. Kidoki Will do.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm on board. Yeah, me too. Um Dory, should we take a quick break? You know what, Kate? Let's do that. Okay.
3: Hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May seventeenth. Do you want to tell people the big news?
2: All right, we're back. Um, Here's an email we got that I don't know if I have an answer, but I'm hoping the thoughtful listeners of this podcast might have some wisdom. Hi, Katendor. I work for a very conservative state legislature in a bipartisan office. I semi-regularly interact with a person from another bipartisan office who works in IT Pre-pandemic, this person was introduced to me using she, her pronouns. During the pandemic, this person, I believe, got top surgery and started hormone therapy. Obviously, I'm assuming here based on physical presentation, this person has not disclosed this to me. Since this happened, I have tried to avoid using any pronouns at all and instead just use their name while others in my office continues to use she, her pronouns. Would it be inappropriate to ask this person's pronouns? I can't decide if that's rude or or would make them uncomfortable. I don't want to force them to out themselves, but I also don't want work to feel like they're not safe to be themselves, even if based on the shitty l- transphobic legislation that is passed here, they are in fact not safe. Google has been largely unhelpful on this, so I'd love y'all's input. Love you, appreciate you. Mm-hmm. I right, number one fuck transphobic legislation and fuck transphobia mm. um i had a thought my listener friend you don't tell us what your pronouns are i don't believe in the email you sent you might have i could go back and look my thought would be rather than singling this one person out based on you know your assumptions or whatever which you you may be correct and i think you are being like aware i would volunteer your pronouns and start um if you feel safe doing this obviously again i don't know what your situation is but like modeling that not necessarily for this one person who's just living their life but for the larger community that you are in mm. i think the conversation that might especially because it sounds like you are in an extremely conservative area that is passing transphobic legislation,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that modeling something different is really perhaps impact the most impactful way to go. And in doing so, you may connect with this person who you're, you know, thinking about. Um, that was my kind of thought was that I think that you can take a, a larger action and almost quote, open the conversation up not lead by example that feels a little hokey, but just say like, Hey everyone, or just start putting your pronouns at the end of an email Mm. or just send an email out. My pronouns are she, her hers. I want this to be a space where if people feel comfortable, I'm using the pronouns that they prefer. So please feel free to let me know how you prefer to be um, addressed or communicated with, you know, CC everybody. Yes,
0: Kate, I love this advice. I mean, this is a, this is a,
2: very tricky question, and I think this listener is right to really be conscious of the safety and comfort of of everybody but yeah. the person that they you know are are thinking of specifically I, and again, I don't know i'm I'm a cisgendered heterosexual white woman. I don't know for the most part what it feels like to feel unsafe in a community that I have to, ex- other than as a woman, Um mm-hmm. then a community that I have to work in, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and live in. So I don't mm-hmm. f- fully, f- I don't feel like I can speak to this, but assuming that the person who's writing this message to us is also a white, straight, cis lady, that is mm-hmm. what I would do in their shoes.
0: I think that's very good advice, Kate.
2: Do you have anything you want to add? Or do you feel like we could just see what any, everybody else says? What do you think?
0: I think what you're proposing is smart because I think it then just like opens up the conversation and allows this person to, if they are comfortable, come forward to this other colleague. You know, This, this colleague is basically saying like, I'm an ally. Yes. Um, and I think that that is important. But I'd love to hear from other people about this. If other people have been in this position or have thoughts, um, please, please write in and let us know. <sighs> All right. Well, Kate, is it time for a voicemail? I believe it is story. Okay, let's do that.
1: Hi, I was just listening to you talk about Adrian's 30-day um, senuing yoga for January and I know, Kate, you are trying to do it every day, um, but I am doing it except I'm not holding myself to doing it every day. And it is incredibly refreshing. I am generally a perfectionist trying to move away from that and not holding myself to doing it every single day in order and just working through them as I get there. I have done two. It's January 9th. So I eventually, hopefully by mid to late February, will work my way through all 30. But at the moment, I have a kindergartner who doesn't want to go to school. Everyone in my family has had COVID in the last couple of weeks and taking it at my own pace instead of forcing myself to do it on the particular day means that I will eventually get it done um, and not feel terribly burnt out about it. So I am excited about that for anyone who doesn't want to follow it on every day. All the videos still stay up even if you don't do it on time. And uh, so I'm really appreciating that. I love doing the yoga with Adrian and fitting in as much as I can has been super helpful for my self-care journey. Thanks. Have a good day. Mm.
2: Okay. Love this perspective. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I haven't been doing it every single day. Uh it is just not feasible for me. I've had some really frustrating days where I just haven't been able to to do it. So yeah, I think this is a great way to go about anything. Anytime mm-hmm. we get too attached to to like if I don't make this certain habit every day, it feels like our world's going to fall apart. Yes. I think then it's time yes. to like pause yes. for a beat. Yes. You know?
0: Time to reassess.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I love this and I am really enjoying um my yoga with Adrian Journey. I'm actually I haven't done it yet today, but I am mm. I'm ready to get to it and I'm really enjoying it. She's a really thoughtful yoga teacher. It's been I'm getting used to there not being music, and I'm enjoying myself.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And of course, sweet Benji.
0: Oh, sweet Benji.
2: Dory, we got this other voicemail in response to a recent mini episode about fucking with one's eyebrows, and this person has a a tale about microblading that they really wanted to share.
3: Ooh, okay. Hey, um, I just had a pause the pod moment on your most recent episode about do not fuck with your eyebrows. Somebody was talking about that, and I want to add to that. I got my eyebrows microbladed like five years ago, and it was amazing. I thought they looked great. I was recommending it to everybody. Why wouldn't everybody do this? It makes your eyebrows look great. Well, fast forward five years later, one touch-up. And five years later, they look terrible and I'm desperately trying to fade them. I got a prescription for tretinoin. I get microneedling fairly regularly. That's helping a little bit. But it doesn't matter how good they look when you first get them, they will fade and the color will change. They're now like a pinkish, reddish color. And I mean, unless you want to get touch up for the rest of your life... You know, don't get them. And if you have them, try to get them removed. Mine are pretty faded. So I think I'm okay with just tretinoin and um, exfoliating them. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, I do not recommend it. I don't care how sparse your eyebrows are. Draw them in, fill them in, or just let them be sparse. Like do not get microblading done. It will not age well. Um, I'm sorry to anybody who recently got their eyebrows microbladed. But this has been my experience. And also, it turns out my eyebrows were fine. I didn't need it at all. I was plucking them so they seemed short. I had been plucking them my whole life. And it's not till as time went on, I was like, Oh, maybe I'll try to grow them out. They are fine. And I never even needed it. But I'm telling you, even if you think you need it, please don't. Save your money and save your future self. Whoa! Oh, boy. Okay. I think this could
2: apply to so many things. Okay. Oh, boy. Wow. Here you. Thank you, listener. Thank you. All right. Let's take another break. And when we come back, we have um, a couple of bits of advice for a listener undergoing shoulder surgery.
0: Okay. BRB.
2: You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid 40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory.
0: Mm. Okay. Which is okay. I know. It is a
2: bull on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at Oneskin.co. That's 15% off Oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you.
1: Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science?
0: And we have a text listener who wrote in about loss of function after arm surgery. There is a professional to help you with exactly this. I would seek an occupational therapy evaluation. This profession is sometimes little known, but the occupation and occupational therapy refers to the things that, quote, occupy your daily life and give you meaning. The roots of OT are actually in mental health, although these days it's often medical focused and often mistaken for slash lumped in with PT. I would try to find a good outpatient OT who can both help you with your physical functioning and look at it through the lens of what is functional and meaningful to you. They should be able to both help you regain function and help you learn new or different ways to meet your self-care needs. Best wishes in your recovery journey.
2: Yeah. I mean, these are the folks who helped me recover from for a year after two hand surgeries.
0: Oh, really? An OT, not a PT.
2: no, I saw hand. I saw specifically hand oct- occupational therapists. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Dory, the amount of times I had to play with a tiny tether ball, like a miniature mm. tether ball, with my pinky fa- I mean, just they have you do the the like picking up marbles and just it, you know, it was like sometimes it felt very silly, but it was it really helped. You know, it's the best. Yeah. I didn't even really understand what occupational therapy was. I think until. I needed it myself as a full grown adult, right, but very helpful uh, hmm. here 's another text for that listener. Here are some ideas that popped into my head: Meditation and breathwork go on a walk, journaling via computer since they are able to type getting a manicure if they really want to splurge, get a facial or eyelash extensions. It also sounds like they want to feel like they can contribute to more household things. Maybe they can take on meal planning and ordering groceries, or they can splurge on having someone come clean their home every other week.
0: Mm. Hoping
2: these are helpful. Okay. I believe they are. I think these are
0: great. Yeah. Yes. Um... I kind of want to splurge on these things and I, I don't I don't need. <laughs> That's a good point. You don't need to be recovering from shoulder yeah. surgery to splurge on any of these things. I've never done
2: anything to my eyelashes. I've never gotten an eyelash extension.
0: I have not either. I've done an eyelash lift before. Mm, like a tint? Which I thought tint. was, Um, did I do a tint? Or is it I've more like them. it like pushes them up? It's like a permanent, yeah, or I like think, a semi-permanent I think push-up? I, I think I did a 10 also, but I, I don't totally remember. I thought it was like fine. It was a little expensive, like for okay. what it was, okay. I feel. But, um, you know. Do what makes you feel good.
2: Do what makes you feel good. Kind of what Yoga with Adrian says. Do what feels good is what she says a lot. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, well, Dory, an- another joyful conversation in the books. Indeed.
0: All right. Bye, everyone. Bye we uh-huh.